What's up, everybody? What's up? So nice to see you. So nice to see you. Thank you so much. All right. Well, I'm so thankful for the opportunity that I have everybody in the room, all faculty, staff, administration, everybody who had a hand in me being back. Thank you so much for, for this. I've been looking forward to this so much. Uh, I have so many, and I said this last time, I was just flooded with so many memories when I'm surrounded by students that are uh, preparing for, uh, for the ministry. Before I get into what I want to talk about, I just want to introduce three special guests that I have with me. I have JJ and Kiana Bautista, our new worship leaders at uh, Cedar Valley. Um, and I've got my stud, 13-year-old son, AJ, with me this morning. Love having him with me. Uh, anytime I can have him around me, I'm a happy dude, firstborn son. Every, every dude dreams of having children, especially that first son. He's all that in a bag of chips to me, and I'm so thankful for him. All right, so my name is Amos Olivares, as he said, and I'm from northern New Mexico, from a small little town called Taos, New Mexico. Born and raised there, my father was a minister, still to this day is. My whole life he's been pastoring a church a small little Spanish church, and so we've kind of been uh, in and around ministry as far young as I can remember. Uh, growing up, went through high school and then went to college at Southwestern Assemblies of God University in Waxahachie, which is a, a sister school of North Central. Um, and I, I just, you know, being in chapel here, uh, you know, we used to go to chapel every day as students, and it was peer-led like it is here, and so you'd see your friends up leading worship, and uh, that was cool. It's kind of sobering for me to be here, uh, because for me, it's 23 years ago that I had the privilege to come with my friends and worship God and sort of wrestle through whatever those things God was doing in me. And, uh, and I, I surely I did not have it all together when I was your age, so I don't come from some perspective of, of, of from that. Just so you know, I, I did not have it all together. As a matter of fact, I was pretty confused. I didn't know what to study. I changed majors so much because I was just so unsure, so uncertain of what God wanted me to do. Uh, I didn't really know what I was good at. I had passions, but I didn't know what I would really be good at. So I, you know, I, I couldn't decide what I wanted to do. The only thing I did know, and I was certain about this, is that God had a call in my life. I just knew that he had a call in my life. That's really what I knew. My life in ministry, as I look back, hasn't been real typical uh, either. And your life, just so you know, your life in ministry, it may not be uh, typical. From the very beginning to this point in my life, um, I feel like God's call on my life has always been custom made. I feel like it's just been custom made for me like to, to, so that I would be happy, so that I could do things that I'm passionate about. I feel like God sort of custom made the call um, on, on, on my life. Like God has placed me in, in positions to do things that I'm really passionate about. Like I work with basketball programs and football programs and students. And those are things that I really, really love. Um, but when I was in your chairs, I would sit next to students and they had it all figured out. Like they knew exactly what they were going to do. Like they knew that they were called to be a lead pastor. They knew they were called to be a worship pastor. They knew that they were called to be a youth pastor. They, they just knew that they were going to be a school teacher. They knew that. They knew that they were going to be a psychologist or a counselor. And for most of them, they've, they've, they've done it. I got friends who are leading powerful churches, things I could never do. They're just outstanding. If I said some of their names, some of them have come and, and they've spoken here at chapel. I've, I've seen them do it. They, and it kind of bothered me sometimes because they knew 
and I didn't. They knew what God called them to do, and I didn't. They, they knew it. It kind of bothered me sometimes. Um, so, so I would ask myself the question all the time, what does God have for me? Maybe you ask yourself the question, what does God have for me? Like you're going to school every day, you're doing all these classes, you're, you're being faithful to your studies, you're being faithful in your spiritual life, you're making good decisions. You ask yourself the question, what does God have for me? Because you see everybody else doing it. You see everybody else living it out. You see everybody else on track to do exactly what they want to do. And you're kind of lost in this thing. What does God have for me? I want to share with you a cheat code. This is a cheat code to life. You gamers out there, I'm not a gamer. My son loves to game. But like cheat codes, everything, right? So here's a cheat code in life. You're going to see this on the presentation throughout the rest of my time here, that little thing on the bottom. And here's the cheat code in life. The question that most people don't know the answer to, including Christians, is this. God, why did you create me? Why did you create me? When you thought me into existence, what were you thinking about? What was the purpose over my life, regardless of how you came into this world, whether you came from a perfect marriage family or a mom that just happened to get pregnant or whatever. It doesn't even matter because we know that God is the creator of your life. He's the one that breathed life into your lungs, right? He spoke you into existence. Most people don't know the answer to this question. God, why did you create me? So I'd go on a journey of like understanding that first. But the, the cheat code is this. Once you understand why God created you, then you go do it. When you do that, that intersection is the greatest fulfillment that you'll ever experience in your life. God, why did you create me? And then you go do that. So that's what you can maybe kind of help pursue in your life a little bit. God, why did you? If you don't know the answer to that question, just start there. Just start pursuing that right there. God, why did you create me? God, why did you create me? When you spoke me into existence, when you brought me into this world, what was on your mind? And then start pursuing that. When you do those things, you get filled with passion. I'm going to read to you Matthew 11:28 28 through 30. It says this, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I asked somebody, hey, do you have any advice when you go speak to North Central students? And they said, well, this, listen to this. Speak to their mind and to their heart. They really appreciate that. They're really smart kids. They really want to go deep into the Word of God. Speak to their mind and then speak to their heart. They don't really like when preachers go in there and just speak heart, 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 and nothing mind, mind, mind. And they don't get really like when it's just mind, 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 and no heart, heart, heart. No pressure, right? But here's what I know. There's, you have great professors. I know a lot of them. You have great administrative staff. They can teach you like everything you need to know about the context of when Jesus was saying this. All I know is that he said this. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened. Okay, so let's just kind of break this down together. Come to me first. Come to me. Jesus is saying this. Come to me. Notice that he doesn't say to go somewhere else. Notice that he doesn't tell you to go to somebody else. He kind of says this full of confidence. Come to me. Come to me. Maybe you're here today and you've been going other places. Maybe you've been searching other places. Maybe you have been finding comfort for your pain or your suffering in other places or with other things. And he says, come to me. Full of confidence because he is fully God, right? Come to me. And then he says, all of you who are weary and burdened. So weary could, could be like, it insinuates that it's the, the worries that you have placed upon yourself. Like maybe as a result of your own decisions, you now have a weary heart. Maybe you have an exceptionally heavy burden on your shoulders today because of your own doing. 
Nobody else is just your own. You've made poor decisions. You, you, you've gone about life your own way. And today you find yourself heavy hearted, heavy hearted. No one else to blame but yourself. He says to you today, come to me. Come to me. If that is you, come to me. Then he says, those of you who are weary or burdened or heavy laden, right? That would insinuate the burdens that other people have placed on you. So for those in the room who would say, I am heavy hearted today. I've got a, a burden on my shoulders today. And it's not my own doing. It's the decisions that other people have put on me or, or the pressures that I am under from other people, like maybe parents or colleagues or professors. Just I'm, I'm heavy hearted today because of the pressure I feel from other people or choices other people have made that have affected me. It could be some type of abuse as a child or as a teenager or even as an adult, something that other people have have placed on your shoulder and you find yourself today heavy hearted because of that. Jesus says to you, come to me. Come to me. Don't go to someone else. Don't go to somewhere else. Come to me. Remember, this is God speaking confident about what he can do for you. Come to me, you who are weary and, and, and heavy laden and take my yoke upon you. See, yoke in the ancient world. Here, I'm going to do the mind thing. My own way. Yoke in the ancient world, anytime you reference the Old Testament or, or beyond, that's to the mind. Just so you know, that's when you get into smart conversation. Yoke in the ancient world was common language to express an obligation to God. Contextualized for us today, it could be like, okay, so don't put the yoke of school on your shoulders or the, the yoke of your parents on your shoulder or the yoke of your relationships on your shoulder. or the, like, Don't carry the burden of all of those things. Just carry my yoke. Just worry about me. Just, just worry about what I'm doing and what I want to do in your life. You, can't, you don't have the strength to carry all that stuff. And maybe today you find yourself kind of like your back is sore and hurting because you're trying to just carry the whole weight of the world on your shoulders. And what, what you were referencing in your, I wrote this down during worship before you came up. And it was this, and this is what I said last time. And I know this is what you're referencing. Don't be so concerned about changing the whole world. Just be concerned about being faithful. That was it, right? And you're here today carrying this burden. of like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? How am I going to get famous? How am I going to be real? How am I going to be good? Because you see everybody else doing it. You're, you're carrying the wrong yoke. Just, just, it's just, he's, he's telling you, take my yoke upon you. Take my yoke upon you. Let that be the thing you carry and concern yourself with. Take a look at this picture. This is an actual yoke. This is what he's talking about. See, that yoke is that device that kind of puts the two animals together. It yokes them together, right? In marriage conversations, you know, do not be unequally yoked. It, that, that's kind of what they're talking about. I'm not here to talk about relationships, but it does make sense because when you're yoked up to the right person, it kind of helps you accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. You know, you, you get yoked up to the wrong person and they're going in another direction. You can't be as effective as you need to be, at, you know, when you have someone who, who should be next to you. Right. But in this in this context and what, what Jesus is saying to you is he wants you to yoke up with him. So here's the heart of the message. Here's where I wanted to get to. It's this. He says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He says, my yoke is easy, not because it is. It's not easy. Ministry is not easy. Just living in this world is not easy. So he's not saying, you put my yoke on you and now life becomes easy. 
What makes it easy is that he will carry the weight. That's what makes it easy. It's the comfort of knowing that I'm yoked up to Jesus. The, I am yoked up to God. That's who I'm yoked up to. So yeah, come to me and take up my yoke. My yoke is easy. It's not easy, but it's easy because I'll bear the weight of this thing. I'll carry the majority of the weight. I'll do the work. You just stay yoked up to me. That word easy, I love this part. That word easy, the Greek word for that is tristos. Kind of sounds like Christos, right? But it ain't. It's tristos, meaning well-fitting. So farmers back in the day, the, the ones who really wanted to get the most out of their animal, they would, they would go and get a custom-fit yoke for their animal. See, they could go to Home Depot and just kind of get a yoke, the cheapest one available, but that wouldn't fit right on their oxen, Right? That wouldn't fit right on their oxen. It would rub their shoulders the wrong way. It don't fit me. This don't fit me. And that's what it feels like when, when young men like you and old men like me try to do things that we weren't meant to do. It just don't feel right. This ain't me. This is not what God created me to do. This should not be this difficult. This should not be so hard on me. Like, why does this not fit me? But the farmers who loved their animals and, and really saw their potential, they would go and get a custom fit yoke for their animal. So that the animal would feel like, okay, that's what I'm talking about. That, feel, that feels good. Now I don't have to worry about how it feels. Now I can do what I'm called to do. Now I can go out there and I can do some work now. Right? And so the farmers saw that as necessary to get things done. Jesus says that about you. Jesus says that about you. He says, no, let me, come to me, come to me. And let me, custom, let me customize the yoke of ministry on your shoulders. So that it fits you properly. So that you don't have to worry about all the, all the uncomfortable. You just focus on what I've called you to do. That's why you see preachers come up here all the time. And they just feel, they just look like they're doing what they were created to do. That's because God has customized the yoke over their life. And God wants to do the same thing for you. He sees you. And you might be the, the person who's like, I'm not, I'm not going to be a youth pastor. I'm not going to be a kids pastor. I don't, I don't feel like God's calling me to believe. I just feel like I'm different. You are different. Embrace that. He will customize the yoke of ministry over your life. Custom fit for you. You cannot be everything that everyone needs you to be. You cannot, you will not ever be everything that everybody needs you to be. There's nothing more special. And here's where I can get my keyboard player. Wherever you at, stud. There's nothing more beautiful in life than yoking up with Jesus and allowing him to be the partner that you choose to walk with every day of your life. That's the call that God has for you more than anything. He says, come, come to me. Strap up next to me. Let's do life together. I will custom make the yoke for you. At our church, our pastor, Neil Rich, unbelievable preacher, teacher. He has this thing that he does at the end of his messages called the big so what. He basically says, everything I just said, you can kind of sum it up in this quick phrase. So out of my love for Neil Rich today, I got a big so what for you. And I, my hope is that this stains your brain. 
that you wrestle with this, you think about this for the next few days. Because it's true what he said. You'll forget most, probably everything I said by the time the next good preacher comes in here. But this is what it is. Go ahead and put it up there. Custom-made yoke for custom-made folk. Custom-made yoke for custom-made folk. Because that's exactly who you are, custom-made by God himself to go out there and do something that maybe someone's never done. And we ain't so concerned about the results. We're more concerned about yoking up next to God himself and going through life. Because I'm going to tell you something, man. That yoke of ministry and life is not easy. Today just so happens to be the seventh birthday of my daughter that eight days later we buried. Today. January 25th in our home, Ask AJ, is a, it's a, it's a crazy day for us. And I was pastoring a church, holding a baby in the hospital, begging God to put air back in her lungs so she could breathe. And nothing happened. I'm a confused young pastor at that point. God, you've done it for others. You've done this for other people. Why can't you do it now? It has not been easy, to say the least. And every grown Christian in this room would say, we've all had our set of battles. My battles aren't any more difficult than the next man. I'm just saying, the yoke is not easy because he makes life easy. It's just that he chooses to carry the weight of the burden. And that in those moments, I'm thankful to God that I made a choice when I was your age. I don't know what you're going to do. I'm certain you've called me. And I make the choice today to stay yoked up to you regardless of what happens in my life. Regardless of what happens in my life. Your greatest calling is not to go change the whole world. Your greatest calling is to make the decision. I'm going to yoke myself up to Jesus and for the rest of my life, I'm plowing the ground that he puts me on, period. That's it. And you might not become the next Instagram star preaching the best message or, or making CD. It doesn't even matter. That stuff doesn't matter to God. It does not matter. What's most important is who you yoked up to. That's a decision you have to make. Your parents can't make it. Your professors can't make it. The president can't make it. Nobody can make it. You got to make it. So you're sitting here today. And you're in two places, burden or heavy laden. And Jesus is saying, you got to come to me. You got to come to me. You can't come to anybody else. You can't go to anybody. You ain't going to find the healing you need in somebody else. The relationship, even though she might be everything right, you ain't ready. And if you go there, you're not going to get what you need. You got to come to me. You've got to come to me. You want to do something special in your life? It's not going to be the right company. It's not landing the right job. It's not landing the right place. You've got to come to me. It's got to start there. You've got to come to me. You've got to let this yoke come and rest on your shoulder. And it's me and it's you. It's me and it's you. Would you put that picture up of those two oxen next to each other? This is what he wants for your life. This 
is what he wants for your life. It's a decision you make today and you manage for the rest of your life, regardless of what happens to you, regardless of what you encounter, regardless of the pain and the suffering that you will endure. Jesus himself said, you will endure hardship of many kind, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Regardless of what comes next, remember custom-made yoke for custom-made folk. You are custom-made like me, custom-made for me. God found a way to get me involved. He made a way so that I could have something to do. And he'll do the same thing for you. So I have a little bit of time. I purposely took some stuff out because I wanted to have time with you right up here. Because I could speak and speak and speak and not do much. But what God would do in a moment would change your life forever. So if you're here today and you're like, that's that's definitely what I know God's calling me to do, and I just haven't done it yet. I got to make that kind of decision. I got to take my yoke. I got I to do what Jesus said. Yoke up next to him. Commit my life to that. Whatever else comes is on him. If that's you, would you come up? I want to pray with you. Every one of you, every single one of you that's here today say, that's definitely me. That is for sure me. That's exactly what Jesus is saying to me today. Come on up. Come on, don't wait. Don't wait on anybody else. You come. You come. Come and find your spot up here. Before you have a moment to pray, just look me in my eyes, those of you that are up here. Just look at me for a moment. Whatever it is that is on your shoulders today, whatever it is, I just want you to know this. God knows the very detail of every single one of your lives. There is absolutely nothing happening in your life right now that God is unaware of. Nothing. He is fully aware of every single detail taking place in your life right now. Every single category, every part of your life, God is fully aware of every single thing taking place. And I want you to know, he says to you today, come to me. Come to me. You who are weary and heavy laden. I'll give you rest. I'll custom fit this thing so that it's easy, so that it's light. And I'll be next to you forever, forever and ever and ever. Let that be the central focus of our prayer today. God, I just want to be yoked up to you forever and ever and ever, regardless of what comes next. Can you do that? Would you close your eyes right there and begin to pray that? Pray that with your own words. God, you see us today. You see us today. You know me. You know me. You know my insecurity. You know my weakness, my fears. You know me. You know what I'm afraid to do. You know my home life. You know the dynamics of my relationships. You know the dynamics between me and my family. You know my, my dynamic, dynamics with my friends. God, you know me. You know everything about me. And I have heavy 
burdens on me that I've placed on myself and that others have placed on me. I realize today that you want to walk with me and you want to take the weight of these burdens upon your back. You want to custom make my yoke and use me and use me to make an impact in people's lives, to make an eternal difference in people's lives. That's what you want to do.